Warning. The Humps Podcast is rated 18 plus for sexual content and graphic language. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, everyone, and welcome back to Humps. Today, we are going to talk about my most recent course, which was a course on sex toys. This one I was super excited about. It was something that I felt that I needed because I have a lot, and I mean a lot, to learn about sex toys. I never received any education on sex toys to date, although the SAR course aka the sexual attitude reassessment course I took in Calgary, which was also hosted by Espish, touched on the topic a little bit. There were videos that we watched on how to masturbate with sex toys too. Don't recommend watching any kind of masturbating sexual videos in a group, unless that's your kink, but I mean, I definitely not mine. <laughs> Also, when I went to the sex shop in Grimshaw, the one that's called Better Than Friends, which I reviewed previously, I also learned a bit more from the store owner about sex toys there. But this course, which was through a spish, was called Exploring Sex Toys for All Bodies. And it was definitely a lot more in depth than anything else I've learned previously. And it was facilitated by Erica Von Kupeveld? I hope I pronounced that right. I'm so sorry, Erica. <laughs> Erica is a sexual health educator who got certified through U of A, works at the Tickle Trunk Adult Toy Store in Edmonton, hand makes ceramic dildos and other sustainable products, and holds workshops for people to attend to customize their own dildos, and sometimes it's in the company of drag queens. And she has also taken part in volunteer work within the world of sex. Erica uses she, her pronouns. So I will be addressing her as such throughout the rest of the episode. She is truly somebody who, who I thought was inspiring. Because she is where she is now without a nursing degree, without a psychology degree, or any other degree for that matter. And that, you know, just takes a really long time to complete before actually getting to this subject, which is the subject I really enjoy. So she took the path that I myself am working on and she's successful. And it just, it means a lot to see this because it shows that what I'm doing is possible. Even though I know I say that I want to be a modern version of Sue Johansson. Sue Johansson is a registered nurse. I personally don't want to go into nursing at all for multiple reasons. It's just not, it's not something that I feel aligned with. So for me, I just wanted to learn about sexual health and teach sexual health, which is what Erica's doing. Anyway, with that being said, we're going to go do an overview of the course and the opinions I have on it. So this course was separated into three parts. The first section was an introduction to toys after Erica introduced herself. Second section was about a more in-depth look at sex toys. And then the third section was the future of sex toys. Overall, really interesting, very eye-opening. She provided a lot of resources, 
which included blogs, articles, podcasts, and YouTube videos for us to look at, which really showed you the full spectrum of everything she was talking about. The course I took before this one, of which the name eludes me, <laughs> was just not exactly what I would say was the greatest delivery. I would say this course was more on my level because the one previous just had a bunch of research articles. It was just not engaging. It was very frustrating to go through because the course was in English. And the kind of English, you know, that makes you freaking Google a word per sentence because your English isn't as good as you hoped it was. That was that whole course. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I'm going insane trying to complete this course. And I just did not feel like I was absorbing anything because I was too busy trying to figure out English all over again. But this course with Erica, super. Really easy to understand. Felt like she was helping you out. Didn't feel like she was just offering you material to read. She was trying to give you resources and explaining things in a way that was really digestible. One shocking discovery I made during this course is that sex toys are not regulated products. So you may not know what non-regulated means. The following definition is from the Cambridge Dictionary Online and the link is in the show notes. But it basically means that it's not controlled by rules or the law. Which is terrifying. These things are everywhere and if they aren't regulated, the materials they're using might not be all that safe. They might not be all that sanitary. Once Erica mentioned all the basic rules, you bet your ass. I went to my toys and lube to see if everything was safe because I didn't know that before. Thankfully, from what I could tell, it seems like everything was okay. But it was great guidance to learn because I started reviewing sex toys not long ago and adult products and now I have a better idea of what's safe for everyone because before I just assumed everything was safe because it's going in you in a lot of different holes depending on who you are and that's just you want you would think it's safe you would think it's safe but I was wrong and perhaps others who are listening to this were also wrong but such is the case, sex toys not regulated as of yet. I feel like when most people think of sex toys, they don't think of them as tools, but simply as toys that are only good for helping you achieve orgasm, which it does. They do have that function, but sex toys not only help you with an orgasm, they also can be used for medical purposes and they could help you with body positivity and giving pleasure to others and I'm sure I'm missing some examples, but you get the idea. It's multi-use. It's not just the one thing. The mainstream sex toys advertised, though, are only the ones really for the able-bodied. And I can honestly say, I didn't consider the fact that toys would be different depending on how able-bodied you are. It goes back to the idea that you can't really be aware of something you aren't really faced with. Like for myself personally... I never wanted to do anal. I still don't want to do anal. And that's mostly due to the fact that I struggle with irritable bowel syndrome. So I already have enough issues back there with without adding sexual shenanigans to the list. I also, in general, 
feel uncomfortable with the idea of anal. So it's just not for me, despite it being very popular. Anal has been very prominent in popularity. I don't know if it's just recently or just in general, but it's very much talked about and pretty much everywhere you look. So there are other toy options outside of that, which is great, but I automatically have a lot of options because I'm able-bodied. I never really thought about people who lost feeling in their body, people who've been assaulted, asexual individuals, people who are transgender, and many others who are dealing with all sorts of differences in what they desire for sexual experiences or what they need or anything within that. But I suppose I never really think too much about those who aren't able to fully utilize their bodies. It's not like I have somebody in my life who is currently struggling with not feeling from the neck down or not feeling from the waist down and what they do to compensate for that, sexually speaking. I've never had that conversation with somebody who lacks any kind of feeling in any part of their body, really. I never really thought that a sexual assault victim would want to be around sex toys after that kind of trauma. But I mean, have I asked? No. Does it feel appropriate to ask? Also no. But I mean, there's something to learn there. So things to consider that I never considered before. And I thought that asexual individuals had no interest in sex. So why would they be interested in toys? But apparently there's also a spectrum of asexuals. So do I know enough about them to know if whether or not they want toys? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I would be interested in having those conversations. And I wasn't aware that there should be different toys available for people in the trans community to feel less dysphoric in their bodies. Which makes sense. You don't want to feel like an imposter in your own body. Therefore, why not have toys that make you feel more like you? Makes sense. There are also some toys that are used for medical purposes, but they never really talk about that either until either yourself or someone you know is told that this would be an option. And I mean, not everyone is going to let others know that their doctor told them they should get a prostate massager. Some people don't feel like it's okay to talk about that. It's an inappropriate subject, therefore nobody can know. I don't want anybody to know. It's going to be a secret delivery. Don't want any kind of attention, conversation, anything. I don't even want people to look at me when going to purchase this, is how some people feel. I think, if anything else, it really shows how little we talk about and educate people about the differences and these spaces we have for growth within the world of sex toys. Another big thing we learned is sex toy technology is behind. And here's the crazy thing. Not a lot of research has been done on what happens psychologically to us during anything sexual. Which is really sad because we understand our physical bodies and all its other functions so much more then we understand what's going on in our minds during these experiences to then get a breakdown as to how to change it, make it better, make it worse. The research just isn't there, which is crazy. 
we could more than likely have better sex and sexual experiences if we had a better idea what was happening to us psychologically during these experiences. There would maybe be great discoveries made. There was still a lot more in this course that was mentioned, like racism, ageism, sex toys for virtual reality, financial privilege, censorship, and so much more. There's a lot of diversity and problems that we are currently facing in the sex toy industry, and we should try to be a bit more open to talking about it and try to make a difference. There's so much to discover and learn, and we should have no shame in being curious about it. We should always strive to learn new things every day and try to be open-minded to changes that could ultimately benefit us. A lot of people just feel uncomfortable with talking about sex toys because they want to ask questions but are too embarrassed or they were told that you don't need them so don't bother looking into them or you don't need sex toys but they are nice to have whether it's for solo use, partner use, or group use. They shouldn't be deemed as useless because they do have a purpose and they are useful. This course actually touched on the fact that one of the oldest sex toys found is around 28,000 years old. People have been using these things for a very long time and the desire to make more and keep using them is just, it's natural. It is natural to want to masturbate. It is natural to want to have sex. It is natural to want to explore your body sexually. And it's just using the tools we have in our hands to explore things to make a better experience. There's no shame in that. So all in all, I give this course an A+. For keeping me on the edge of my seat, wanting to learn more. And I have also, just so you guys know, I have contacted Erica on her sexpletive website, which is the name of her company. She has always answered and was kind enough to give me additional resources for my journey. I personally have not contacted many people who are in the realm of sex, but I definitely was impressed with her for her responsiveness and kindness. If you want to reach out to Erica, I have attached a link to her website in my show notes, and you have to go to the About dropdown on the website and select Contact to then send her an email. She also has an anonymous question section on the website where you can submit questions you have for her and she will answer them and post them on the website so other people can see the questions that you might have had and maybe it'll answer a question that they had. You would be surprised by the amount of people that have similar questions but are too scared to ask, which is why the anonymous questions are so great because it feels like there's a lot less pressure and you're you feel more able to ask what you want to ask because in the end nobody knows it's you anyway reliable sources for sex education are really hard to find i recommend erica as a reliable source if you have any questions or are looking for an interesting event to take part of such as dildo painting <laughs> i recommend going to see her if this course comes back in the future to a spish and you want to learn more about sex toys, this is a great one. I also only did a brief overview of this course. There's so much more that she covered and there's so much more information to be had. But I'm going to leave it to the pro to cover it for you. I'll leave you guys with this thought from me though. 
Sex toys aren't necessary in your sex life in order to achieve pleasure. Or try new things, because you don't necessarily need a toy to try new things. But it doesn't hurt to try them, and you should try them if they intrigue you. I really appreciate you guys listening this far. If you guys want to support me, please like and review this podcast. And if you want to see me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at danielle.m.laflamme. And with that, I'll see you guys next week. I thank you so much for your time. Bye.